Hi, it's Amy here and I'm here with Alison. How are you today? Great, thank you, Amy. It's been a lovely day here at the Heart Show. Oh, it's been beautiful weather, hasn't it? Well, it has. Three years in a row, which I think is a record. So, can you tell me a little bit about your organisation? Yeah, so I'm a member of the Albany Bassets and we have a working pack of Basset Hounds. So we have 16 of them here today and um, they've had an exhausting day being stroked all day by the children. Um, So they're all pretty tired now. Um, But we're a pack that's been going for about 40 years, so we've got 40 years of breeding. um, And the purpose is that we work them as a hunting pack. So during the hunting season we do take them out every Saturday and they uh, follow a trail around the countryside. And the idea is that they all stick together and work together as a pack. I just want to set the scene for our listeners that there is amazing amount of dogs just laying around and all the children are playing with them. This is like puppy heaven for anyone. And can you just tell me, how did you get involved in the dogs? How what is your passion about it? Um, purely by accident, if I'm brutally honest. Okay. So we had one basset hound once as a puppy. So we were normal once and we had one dog and now we have 24. Um, but we got really interested in inherently what the basset hound can do. So um, we used to take our puppy out for a walk and it used to put its nose on the ground and run off following a scent. So we found out a bit more about the basset hound and um, found out about this working pack called the Albany Bassets. And we went along just the once to see what it was like, and that was 20 years ago. And here we are now with, um, with all of the pack with us, and we've been running, uh, running the pack now for 15 years. Always how it works. Just that one time, That's you're going right. to be caught for life. Yes, I'm addicted to basset hounds. They are adorable, though. <laughs> so... Do you own any of these then? The pack is a membership pack, so um, we raise funds um, through membership to to pay for the hounds and care for the hounds. We rehome all of our hounds, um, so there's one in here today who's my pet dog, so he's come out with the pack oh, for the day. Lovely. We own one, and he lives in the house. The others all live together in um, in the kennels. Oh, I'm so happy. And is there anything you want our listeners to know about your, your organisation? Anything? that you'd really want people to know about? Yeah, I think it's really interesting meeting members of the public who are not necessarily so aware of hunting hounds and what they can and can't do. But I think what amazes everybody when they see the Bassets is how gentle they are and how good they are with children. So um, I would encourage people to, uh, to you know, take a look at the countryside and the country sports that go on there because um, a lot of the hounds that we use in the countryside now for hunting are, are really sociable, friendly with children, and it's a really good day out. And you're here tomorrow, aren't you? We're not, no. The beagles are here tomorrow. Oh. Um, so, a, a, again, a type of hound um, that people hunt on foot, but a bit smaller than the basset hound, but they'll be here tomorrow. Oh, no, OK. People have got a short amount of time to get over here to see you. And thank you so much for speaking to me. No problem. And have a lovely rest of the weekend. And you. Thank you very much. So we're uh, right in the middle of the Hertfordshire showground and I'm talking to a fireman. What's your name, sir? My name is Craig Griffin. I'm a a community safety district coordinator for the East Hearts and Broxbourne district. So so you're not working shifts then at the moment? Uh, No, as of Monday, I started a new role. Previously, I was Hertford Redwatch. Okay. That sounds that sounds very uh, dramatic. I'm a bit red watch. Mm. So uh, you know, I mean, it's brilliant to know that you're there 24 hours a day. Yeah. So you know, Hearts Fire and Rescue, and, and it goes for all the fire services in the UK. It's just you know, we cover the the, uh, the county 365 days a year, 24 hours a day, and that's all over the county as well. So uh, well, we're standing right in front of your fine uh, fire engines now. T- tell me about the fire engines. Yeah. So this is um, this is a brand new one. So this hasn't gone out yet. Uh, this right. this will be going to Garston.
So it's actually a 2019 plate. Um, we get round about four new fire engines a year, um, which get sent out to fire stations, and this is the most up-to-date model. So how much does it cost? I'm not actually sure, <laughs> to be honest with you. I don't know. More than you any year, son, I think. Quite, quite a lot, I would, I'd suspect. So, so what, what does it do, and, and particularly what does it do that, that uh, last year's model didn't do? Uh, there's probably not so much a difference between models in, from a year period, but so there's a working group, um, and what they do is they get focus groups with firefighters and drivers, uh, and then they um, make improvements on oncoming models. So if there's a locker layout that needs to be different, or the internal layout of the cab needs to be different, then uh, then that can happen. For instance, on this one is it it can only have two BA sets uh, in the rear what's cab. What's a BA set? BA set is what we use to go into house fires, or oh, it's yeah. irrespirable atmospheres and uh, it just means we can breathe air yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you can only have two in the back which is great for us because it's space saving when you've got four in the back it can be quite uncomfortable um, and uh, there's not a lot of space but having two there is adequate it's what we need um, and the other two because we have four on an appliance the other two are in lockers and do you, you've got all the stuff down there I can see that thing where they um, that brings it home yeah, that, to you what, that, what you do you've got the, uh, the the things that cut open you know take the top of cars and stuff like that yeah so and this is mainly for kids so, you know, what we've got here is some hose and branches, and uh, that is actually a breathing apparatus set there, which is what I was talking about a minute ago. Uh, and then some Lucas cutters and Lucas, uh, well, that's a combi tool, that one over there. These aren't bits of equipment you'd find on an operational appliance. These are just here today. They're really old, um, right. antiquated items that are just here for the children to play with, really. So how long does it take to train a fire fireman these days? A uh, firewoman, I should say. Well, is that, yeah, I think it, politically correctly, it's firefighter. Yeah. Um, the training course is about 20 weeks um, and that's a full-time training course Monday to Friday um, but the actual recruitment process before that I believe is a two or three month recruitment process as well uh, and then when you get out on station you're, you're looking at a two-year probationary period on top of that so it's quite a long process to, to become a fully competent firefighter well listen it's a pleasure to see you down here at the Hertfordshire showgrounds it's good to know that you're there yeah cool thanks very much thank all right, you all right thanks very much cheers right, thanks for that Dave uh, just coming out of the uh, smoke uh, environment of the um, with the Hearts fire um, fire service there I've actually made my way along to um, the animal section the farming section and uh, I've come across some cows and uh, they're all making sort of cow noises and also I came across some ice cream which might be quite interesting as well uh, and I've bumped into uh, Barry who's going to tell us all about his um, cows and the process of the ice cream and all sorts of stuff Good morning there I'm, I'm Barry Dorr we're uh, dairy farmers in Hertfordshire there is only six dairy farms left in the whole county of Hertfordshire at the moment so we are a very rare breed we're at Heart Show today promoting our Jersey cows we have a herd of 120 jerseys we're housed at Hartford Heath in Hartford and the story behind this today is that we have the little baby calves here in the pen which are now about three months old and it's a great attraction to the public to see these little babies we then move on we've got a little demonstration just showing you how much milk a cow can actually give in one day and next to her we have Chili she's a three-year-old cow that's just having a little rest off from producing milk She's been milking for sort of... You say Chili is three years old? Yeah. Wow. She's three years old. She's now going to come down with her second baby in about a month's time. Should we get a bit closer? Let's get a bit closer. Okay. To Chili the cow. Chili the cow. He's fascinated by Chili the cow. So she's now just... She's having a nice rest at the moment. So the cow will milk for an average of about 300 to 350 days. And then we give them a little rest. They have a rest period for about two months where they rebuild all their 
system up again, ready to produce the next lactation of milk. This cow, in the last lactation, gave about 5,500 litres of milk. Wow. And we hope this next time she'll give 6,500 litres. If you actually come along to the show, there's all the information to tell you exactly what she has to do to produce this quantity of milk. There's a board there that shows you exactly how much food she can eat, a tenth of her body weight in a day, which if we tried that, I think we'd be pretty obese. Crumbs. So then we then move on to my daughter's little enterprise. We have an ice cream van selling homemade Jersey ice cream. My daughter's 22 years old. She set this up four years ago. And it's quite very, very proud of this ice cream. It's all homemade. It's all built, done on the farm. There's no food miles. It is just purely pure Jersey ice cream. She tries to use all ingredients locally or seasonal if we can. And it's really, really taken off. Very, very pleased with how it's going. So do come along. We are, there are people here to talk to you and educate you a little bit about the farming world and what we actually do. So please come along and see us. That's lovely. Okay. Thanks very much, Barry. Cheers. It's Dave Adcock here. So, thanks very much, Michael, by the way. We're down looking at all the cars. There's, there's a whole car section, there's a whole animal section in the, in the Hearts County show, but we're looking at the cars now. And for me anyway, one of the most interesting cars is electric and self-driving. Now, we, we obviously haven't got self-driving, but it's a movement towards that. I've got here with, with me uh, a Nissan car salesman, and we've got a Nissan Leaf in front of us. Hi there, what's your name? And Hi, my name's Robert Watts. I'm from Glen Hopkins Nissan in Bedford, and I am the Zero Emissions Leaf Specialist. So you're exactly the man I wanted to talk to, the Zero Emissions Lead Specialist. So, yes. so obviously, this is an electric car. If you walk along the road at the moment, especially along the Hatfield Road, I might add, yep. you get a lung full of carbon monoxide. With this, you don't. Obviously... Uh, there's other issues with, with power stations, but environmentally speaking, especially in St Albans where lots of cars are sitting. Tell us about uh, this car with the charging of it. First of all, can you charge it at home? What's the range of it, first of all, in fact? So the stated range at the moment for the 40 kilowatt leaf is between 150 and 170 miles per full charge. Right, and uh, are they much more expensive at this stage than uh, petrol engine diesel cars? To be honest, once you weigh up the fuel consumptions and the actual charging and the running of the vehicle, as in there's zero road tax, there's no congestion charges for going into London if you do, they're not actually working up that much much different to a normal petrol or a diesel internal combustion engine. So that's the important thing is the running, is it in the long term of the running of them, yeah. yeah. The other thing is charging, so rage anxiety they call it, don't mm-hmm. they? So can you charge these at home? You can charge it at home, um, you have a home unit charge installed, um, set up with the purchase of the vehicle, um, that will give you a full charge in eight hours from zero, or you can just charge it off a normal three pin plug off the wall, um, that will give it a full charge in 23 hours. So you really need the, the charge, but I mean most people are going to want that anyway aren't they um correct i mean it is um what would happen is if you were to purchase the vehicle your details will be passed on to our charge um our charging partners which are podpoint and they'll be in touch and they'll arrange the whole setup it's so smooth and easy for the new purchase of your vehicle and do you know about um i'm thinking about st albans because i live in st albans so i'm very selfish but uh, <laughs> other places well how's how's it going you're not responsible for that but how's it going with the rollout of, of charges in car parks and uh, places like that so wherever you go now it's getting more and more um more and more a thing where there will be charges installed um the car actually has a system on the satellite navigation system to tell you where your nearest charge stations are so you um also if you are running low it will automatically show you where a charge station is closest to you it will calculate it to that point and take you to that point 
Okay, so now there's lo no more people. C can I can I be like a little boy and sit, sit, yeah, sit inside it? See, th see, this this looks like a normal car, and I imagine inside it's pretty much a normal car as well, isn't it? It is indeed. It's just like a normal petrol or um, diesel car. I mean, it's it's got this little thing where the gear stick would be, and it's just got reverse DB. What what's what's so um, across the left would be reverse. That activates the reverse mode, and then you'll know that some by the cameras will come on, and the crossing down will activate your drive mode, and the crossing down one more time will activate, activate the regenerative braking mode. And most people have it on the regenerative braking, I should think, yeah. They do, yeah. And, and uh, so I think I've seen this on uh, other things, that, that, that uh, when you have it on regeneration, you get the car braking down hills, and, that, and that, most people leave it in that, do they? Correct. So um, again, when you're um, when you're slipping on in behind uh, a lorry, or when you are braking, just general braking, or going down hills, it will put some charge back into the lithium-ion batteries. So you're the um, low emission specialist, the automatic driving, where it, where it drives itself. What's the limitations? How does it do that? So it's semi-autonomous driving. It works by um, cameras and sensors and sonars on the vehicle. So uh, when it's advised at the moment just for dual carriageway usage or motorway usage. Um, so it will lock onto the vehicle at the front, uh, sorry, in front of you. Um, if the vehicle in front of you brakes, you'll brake. If the vehicle comes to a halt, you'll come to a halt. Once that vehicle moves off, all you have to do is press the reset button and the vehicle will move off again on its own accord. That's adaptive cruise control effectively, isn't it? It's semi-autonomous. What happens if there's not a car in front? Is it? Is it uh, can it, can it uh, drive itself? Can it fend for itself then? Um, effectively, so if there's not a vehicle in front of you, it will hold your position in lane and set, sit to the speed you set it to. Um, if you ha however, if you take your hands off the steering wheel, it will give you an audible warning. Um, if you don't react to that, the vehicle will uh, make a sort of foghorn noise and it will shudder because it thinks you've gone to sleep. Yeah, yeah. So um, it will break once. Um, to like jutting you forward, yeah. it'll break again the second time. If you don't react to that, it will scan where it's safe to pull over, and the vehicle will actually come to a stop and put your hazards on. Right, and and so I don't know how much you're, you're in touch with Nissan Laboratories back in Japan. What's the the next development? Where's automated driving going next, as far as they're concerned, in reality? In terms of the autonomous driving, they call it hands-on, eyes-on. So they will always try to keep the driver active, but they will make it as easy as possible to drive this car um, so in terms of the next step for Nissan as well they are bringing out a 63 kilowatt uh, sorry a 62 kilowatt engine uh, sorry battery that will bring a estimated range of 235 miles to a full charge see that's doable now that would get me down the coast wouldn't it yeah get me absolutely. down the coast on a, on a, on a trip and, and I think most people then would start to think, I could actually have an electric car, you know, it, it's, it's cheaper, it starts to make sense. Uh, of course, I mean, uh, electric is the future of, um, of ourselves to keep us obviously here. It's the be next best thing to do, I mean, try the vehicle. You hear that, Amanda? Amanda Yorath, I think she, she knows about electric. Amanda Yorath does our Environment Matters programme at 7 o'clock on Wednesdays, and then it's repeated as well. But I, th I think, uh, you know, this is, this is one thing that, uh, if you're going to drive a car, I think she likes that. But, Michael, I don't know what you think about this, but... But um, that's, that's us looking at, at the, the Nissan Leaf. Thanks very much. This is Mark Lachlan down at the Hearts County Show. And I'm here with Ben Atkinson of Atkinson Action Horses. This sounds fantastic, Ben. <laughs> Good morning. Hello. So we're so excited to be here. The sun is finally coming out. It's going to be a scorcher. We can confirm this. It is bright and sunny in Redbourne this morning. We've got a fantastic team of 10 stunning horses with us. You'll have seen them on the big and small screen. Um, 
and they're here for you live today. We've got the Cossack trick riders hanging off and climbing around their horses, the beautiful dancing, leaping Spanish horses, and of course, our trademark, the Liberty horses, wonderful horses working at freedom, completely, you know, at liberty, as it says. Yeah, so if you love horses, this is the place to be, right? If you love horses, if you love action, if you love, yeah, if you love live performance, you want a good day out, this is it. Now, we're not painting this adequately because I've got a photograph of, he, of you here uh, standing, it looks like, on the back of two horses. <laughs> yeah. It's awesome, yeah. We are, we, the, uh, the show goes up and, like, up, up and up, really, in terms of adrenaline. If we're not in danger, then you guys don't normally clap. So, of course, we've got to make what makes you happy. Looks a bit scary. Don't you get a little bit scared? Uh, well, I've been performing since I was 11 years old. I did my first show standing on two horses when I was 11. So we've um, sort of dulled the nerves with it now. It's more, more nerves about the horses going well than for our own personal safety. OK, and you come down from East Yorkshire, but you perform, don't you, all over the country? And it sounds like the world. Yeah, when we've ranged all over, we had uh, a couple of horses that are with us here were riding with me for Team Z7 for Shekometha in Dubai. Uh, before, we've been doing uh, Bollywood films out in Mumbai. Uh, and in Rajasthan we've travelled all over Europe so really yeah if you, if you don't catch us here you'll see us somewhere okay so you can catch Ben and the amazing Atkinson Action Horses here at the uh, the Hearts County Show today at 10.45 and 4.20 so just to confirm that's 12.45 and 4.20 today here in Redbourne We'll see you there. And if you get to come down, guys, come on, come and say hello. We're not shy. Come and meet us. Come meet the horses. It'd be great to see you. Great stuff, Ben. Back to the studio. Well, I was standing there. It's Dave Adcock here. And uh, I was standing there listening to the conversation that Michael and Barry were having, and I couldn't resist it. I had to have a little taste of the ice cream that's the end product. And I've just been very kindly handed uh, some cherry-flavoured ice cream. And uh, it looks delicious, first of all. Let's just have a little taste of it and just see what we think. Bear in mind... That could have come from Chile, who was sat there. She was close. She's sitting down at the moment, so it looks like it's gonna. It may rain in the afternoon, but let's hope not. But she was just closing her eyes, and she's given her milk. And this stuff is gorgeous. It's, it's this summer we've got uh, fantastic deals and offers on biethanol fires and fire pits and outdoor wood burning stoves. And tell me about biethanol. Tell me a little bit. About uh, well, bioethanol is, is it's another fuel, another way of trying to have a fire outside without essentially burning logs or using gas. It's a sort of ethanol, like a, a clear liquid or alcohol, uh, and it just burns. Uh, you put it into the, the, the burners and it will burn very clean. There's no smoke, there's no odour, which uh, you know customers are very fond of because with outdoor chimeneas and outdoor wood burners and things like that, you get obviously a lot of smoke, which can go on your clothing and you can smell afterwards. So it's very clean and uh, that's why it's what makes it really popular. That's great. And you've got a number of different featured items I can see here today tell us um, tell us a little bit about those you can just tell us about those yeah as I was saying we uh, have a, a great outdoor range at the minute we, we're sort of specialising in fire bowls and fire tables you know a, a central point where you can sit around with your sort of patio furniture uh, the good thing about the bioethanol range is they're very flexible you know you can, you can adapt them to any t- sort of outside space whether it's sort of decking or a patio area um, we also have some outdoor gas um, patio heaters, so uh, and they use like a propane bottle. 
uh, uh, which are also very mobile. They're on wheels and you can move them around. And uh, yeah, we've got some products like the the Legend uh, Garden Cube, which is hugely popular. It's a wood burning stove in a sense. Uh, it's all glass sided uh, on four sides, and you know you sort of feed it logs just like you would your open fire wood burning stove. That's great, and I can see some in Wicker as well. That's a very popular. I've noticed the um, Wicker um, effect furniture has become very popular. So these look as though they might well fit in with um, Wicker furniture that people have already um, already have. Yeah, exactly, exactly that. You know, we uh, we. Are actually brought some of our own uh, wicker furniture, rattan furniture from home this weekend just to display to the customers and show them. Um, yeah, so if people are interested, you know, get in touch. Uh, you can con- have a look on our website, which is www.rigbyfires.com. Or if you want to give us a ring, it's 0208-868-7899. As I say, we are based in Pinner, North London, but we also serve in the Hertfordshire and the Buckinghamshire area. That's lovely. Thanks, Henry. Hello. It's Mark Lachlan here at the Hearts County Show, and we have come across we have come across Professor Crump. Yeah, that's exactly who I am. My good, you're not very tall, are you, Mark? Well, that's because you're extraordinarily tall and are actually on stilts. No, no, I grew like this, Mark. Really? Yes. Really? I didn't appreciate that. No, no, for eating too many bananas. Really? Obviously, you don't eat bananas, do you? No, I, but I do now and again. Uh, do you often go bananas? <laughs> yeah. Well, not as much as you, I think. Well, go on. describe yourself, Professor Crump, uh, because we're on radio. Oh, the I folks don't... at home can't see you, so what do you look like? Uh, I look a little bit like George Clue. Clooney, a larger version of George Clooney. Uh, hang on a minute. No, no, no. Has he not got a red nose? <laughs> no, 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 no. And has he got not darkened eyebrows and a big tall top hat that's well, got ten and six on it? <laughs> I'm sure I've seen him wear that outfit. What can you see through binoculars there, Professor Crump? Uh, wouldn't you like to know? I see all sorts of things from up here. I have a higher altitude on life. I'm very highly sophisticated and I'm, I'm on the road. I'm on the highway. You're on the highway. Good stuff. Good answer. <laughs> I know. Right. Any other good stuff? Any stuff you'd like to, um, I don't know, tell us about happening here today? Of course. I want you all to come down to the Hearts County Show, which is here both days. Uh, and there's lots of things to see and do and lots of beautiful young ladies, like my little friend here called Helen. Uh, although she's a bit too... Do you wear high heels ever? Very high heels. Because, you know, if you're going to kiss, someone's going to have to put you up to it. Thank you very much, Professor Crump. It's been a pleasure meeting you. Have a great day at the Hearts County Show. Hooray! And hooray to all my friends out there in Radioland. Hooray! Hi, this is Amy and I'm here with Max. How are you doing today? Yeah, very well, thank you. We've had a lovely day. So, what are you doing here at the show? So, uh, we're... <laughs> Maybe he's telling you. <laughs> Uh, so we're Eagle Heights, we're a bird of prey, uh, well we're a wildlife foundation based down in Kent but we've brought some birds of prey here today to do some demonstrations and introduce to people. Oh, so how long have you been involved with this company? Uh, I've been doing this for about 14 years, uh, I used to do it much more frequently, uh, myself now I just do the country shows and things, um, uh, but the centre's been open for 20 years now. So how did you fall in love with birds then? Uh, I actually lived locally to the centre, grew up down in Kent uh, and started volunteering as a child when I was 14 uh, and then basically worked my way up from there. Lovely. And can you tell me a little bit about this bird that I'm holding? Yeah, so this is Billy Bob, who's a male peregrine falcon. He's 13 years old, and he was actually um, a chick who was born in the wild on top of a power station at the Dartford Crossing. Um, but 
when he was a tiny chick he fell out of his nest uh, and he got a fungal infection so uh, the security guards at the power station brought him into us and uh, we got him better he also damaged his wings so unfortunately he can't fly um, but we cured him of the fungal infection he's in very good health now and we use him as an educational bird so he goes to schools meets a lot of school children and teach them about the natural world and food cycles and conservation Lovely. And what bird has been with you for the longest? Uh, so... Uh, one of the Harris hawks actually a Harris hawks a very commonly used bird in falconry um, and our, the boss who opened the centre that was his first bird and she's actually here with us today uh, she's called Sybil she's 34 so yeah she's, she's been us the longest that's adorable and I know you don't want to pick favourites but do you have a favourite? I prefer the falcons to be honest uh, I think they're very exciting when they fly they fly very fast and they tend to be more better mannered should I say than, than some of the other birds <laughs> oh lovely well thank you for speaking to me I think Bobby wants to fly off <laughs> at the moment so I'll let you come back to him but thank you for speaking to me and have a lovely weekend thank you thank you Mark here at the Hearts County Show and I'm speaking with Sharon Turton who's the membership support officer for the Royal British Legion here for Bedfordshire and Hertfordshire hello Sharon good morning everybody yeah it's a, it's a baking hot day isn't it absolutely baking hot day. Yeah. And it looks like you've got a really good presence here at the Hearts County Show today. We try to. We need to raise awareness of the services that we're providing and everything. So we need to stand out and be eye-catching to the members of the public that are passing by. Because uh, you do an amazing job, don't you? We do. We, we spend £1.7 million per week on welfare assistance for the current serving members of the armed forces, veterans and veterans' families as well. So they all need looking after at some stage of their life. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, here in St Albans obviously a big area in terms of uh, raising funds absolutely and we, we actually at the moment we are desperate for a poppy appeal organizer in the St Albans area um, we've got a fantastic county poppy appeal coordinator called Susan Rose she's lovely and she can't cover everywhere bless her but we're desperate for a poppy appeal organizer or a team of people that will help us with the poppy appeal within St Albans because on average they raise £70,000 and in the grand scheme of things that might not seem like much but it is a huge amount of money that we really can't let go within the Hertfordshire area. Absolutely, okay. So people, if they're interested in getting involved, need to speak to Sue Rose and uh, we've got her number here which is 0785 565 0996 and so that's the number to call we'll just repeat that again it's 0785 565 yeah absolutely so if one person or a team of people if they want to work together to do it but we are really really desperate at the moment the poppy appeals all year round not just during October yeah of course of course so you're looking to have a brilliant day here at the Hearts County Show fingers crossed along with everybody else yes but I think the ice cream vans and the cold food stalls will probably do better than what anybody else would (laughs) absolutely great to talk to you Sharon and you thank you back to the studio it's Ross Wilson here at Radio Verulam I'm here at the Hearts County Show with Bethany uh, from Aylesbury Waterside Theatre Um, it was just a quick one really Bethany to see what um, what you're doing at the moment what sort of initiatives you're you're running at Aylesbury Waterside and I guess what what people have been asking you as well today yeah sure so we're here today just promoting mainly the kind of kids shows because obviously school holidays coming up we've got quite a lot coming on Tiger Came to Tea Nativity Madagascar the Musical Beauty and the Beast Our Panto that's quite a big one Uh, a lot of people asking about that mainly obviously we've got a lot of comedians operas you name it we've got it 
Um, also, we're trying to promote that we are a disability-friendly venue, so we're great for people with autism, dementia, caption, visually impaired, limited mobility. So we're trying to get the word out that we're quite a um, friendly venue to, to all our customers. I, I was thinking progressive. That's that's the word at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, it does it does work. Um, I was gonna. I, I guess you've been here from. Would it be about nine o'clock this morning? So it's, it's, I can imagine it's it's been a long day. Um, what have people been asking you mainly, or have you been getting kind of a variety of people coming up? What are people trying to get from you? Know, from you? Yeah, mainly um, mainly families. I think it might be the uh, we're handing out a lot of stickers, a lot of crowns and beast hats for the panto. So a lot of families really asking about kids shows. Um, but yeah, just generally people kind of want to know a bit more about our our venue because we've we've been up for about nine years now. So either you know us and you come all the time, or you've never heard of us before. So mainly it's kind of kids shows or just wanting to know a bit more about us. I certainly heard of you. I've come up to the Ellsbury Water Side Theatre quite quite a few times. It's quite a, quite a good variety of shows, really. Um, in terms of, I guess you will get dramas, music as well. Do, do you get much kind of local music at Ellsbury Water Side, or is it more focused towards? Uh, I, I guess, like you told me about various shows and. Um, so it is more the more musical stuff we have tends to be sort of tributes, so like Whitney and you know big big kind of tribute acts. However, we do get our fries gigs. So we, just last night we had stiff little fingers. So we had like over a thousand people standing gigs. So we're trying to get a bit more live music in. Uh, it's a work in progress. <laughs> nice. No, I, I do like. I was going to say the live music. I've obviously going to London and they're obviously very good with with that. I think I went to Oldwick Theatre and saw Motown the musical, which was amazing. So I was wondering if those those sorts of things were popping up and. Um, oh, yeah. Motown the musical we do actually have that coming up um, tend to get a lot of just musicals generally so Mamma Mia we've had not that long ago Dirty Dancing but yeah definitely um, like we just had the Bowie experience so quite quite a lot of music generally yeah <laughs> okay fantastic and how can people get well a more involved and where can they they find you contact details and, and so forth um, so if they just pop in Aylesbury Waterside Theatre online, we are, we'll, we'll come up. So it's an ATG venue. That's got all our list of upcoming shows. Any details, if you need to ring us, any inquiries, anything like that. Um, our box office is also open from 12 o'clock every day until 4. So you can always come in, have a chat, we'll find good seats. Online or in person will be the best ones. <laughs> okay, brilliant. Standard. Thank you very much, Anit and Bethany. Yes. Luckily, I, I'm calling you Bethany because at the start of the interview, I've got to be honest, I did call you Rosie, and so I'm glad this interview is going out. No, that we could have been proper English about it, <laughs> can't we? Classic. Thank you very much. Day. Yes, well, often the Hearts County Show. Hello, guys. We're having a brilliant time down here at the Hearts County Show. And Joanna, yes. are you enjoying Hi. yourself? Hi. Absolutely. It's a beautiful day. Sun is shining. We're about to go rock climbing. Can't wait. Top it off with some ice cream when we're done. Yeah, are you are you doing this rock climbing? I don't think I will. No, I was wondering. Yeah, I was I wondering. I'd like to, but I think I'm a little bit. Describe it for us. Describe it for us. What they're going to be doing? It's as big as a dinosaur. It's a very large grey structure with climbing frames all over it. There's kids all over it. There's harnesses. I wish I could go on it. Six point seventy seven, actually. What is it? Six point seventy seven meters, actually. Wow. Now you're obviously therefore the expert on these things. What's your name? Chanad. All right. Okay. And are you looking forward to going up? Um, yes, it's because um, I have climbed these walls before, and it's it's great. And You're obviously exciting. a past master, then, yeah. Yeah, yeah I am. How about you, other guys? What are you looking forward to at the Hearts County Show today? Anything in particular? Going in tractors. Tractors. You're a tractor man, are you? Yeah, I thought you might be. How about you guys? Going in the fire engine. Oh right. Okay, in the fire engine. Yeah, I've seen a fire engine just up there. In the police Ooh. car. 
Okay, good stuff. How about you? What, what are you looking forward the to? Fire engine. Yeah, you're all looking forward to all that stuff. Well, you guys be very careful as you climb that wall. It could be a bit dodgy. I love climbing. You love climbing. Jump for the soul. <laughs> and for the benefit of our listeners, <laughs> you're you're grabbing hold of the microphone here, aren't you? Good. Well, have a brilliant day, guys. Enjoy and enjoy the sunshine. All right. <laughs> Bye. I'm Amy and I'm here with Charlotte. How are you doing today? Yeah, good, thank you. It's been a good day. Lots of people have been around and it's a good atmosphere, so yeah, we're all good. So, do you want to tell me about your organisation? Uh, yes, basically the Woodland Trust. We're the UK's biggest woodland conservation charity. We started in 1972, and since we started, we have planted 43 million trees, which is great. Uh, but we do need to plant a lot more. We want to try and plant uh, 64 million by the year 2025. Um, so, it's a fascinating... Uh, organization we do three things really we create brand new woodland uh, just up the road we've got Hartwood Forest which uh, 600,000 trees have been planted there and it is the UK's biggest newly planted native woodland it's a great place to go and visit so we do that we also protect woodland as well really important for um, uh, this woodland in this country to be protected and the ancient woodland there's only 2% left it's an amazing habitat and we want to protect it and then we also we restore woodland so we look after it we manage it well we take out the conifers so the native trees can uh, flourish and uh, it's an amazing uh, thing to do and then we also um, give away trees to schools and community projects so that's a little bit about what the Woodland Trust do um, we oh forget we also have 1200 woods they're all free for everybody to visit so uh, there's usually will be a, a, a wood somewhere near you so uh, you do look up on our website um, you can do find a wood near me it tells you not just our woods but all woodlands and of course walking the woodland is great for mental well-being for our exercise just to go out and about and enjoy the beauty of the lovely woodlands and trees yeah that's what I was going to say I always find if I'm really stressed stressed going for a walk in the woods it just mm. fixes me completely yeah. and it just fixes your mental state and everything it's so important and it's important for our environment to keep them around exactly exactly and of course leave your phone behind mm. leave any social media behind go out and enjoy it look use your eyes don't look at your screen <laughs> uh, and, and work out look at the lovely woodlands because, and try and learn your trees because it's really good to, to know that but yeah mental well-being it's so important we need it in our stress, stressful society at the moment so so how can people get involved with this um becoming a member of the Woodland Trust is a great thing to do we do need people's support financial support so we can do more uh, and obviously with membership it's being able to plan being able to make sure that we know uh, what members we've got so we, we can plan and say actually we can buy this part of Woodland or whatever um, volunteering you do need to go on the Woodland Trust website and uh, then you can sort of volunteer see what, what, applicate, what um, areas there are for volunteering um, so that's another way you can help as well Oh, that's amazing. Thank you, Charlotte. You're here for the rest of the weekend, aren't you? I'm just here today, but my colleague's here tomorrow as well. Brilliant. So make sure if you're here tomorrow to yep. come down, you can talk to the team. Yep, definitely to Rick. He'll be here tomorrow. Oh, OK, Rick, that's the person to yep. call for. Yep, right. Shout at him across the field. Make yep. sure you go and speak to him. Brilliant. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Hello, it's Sarah here at the Hearts County Show, and I'm with Emma from Hearts Fit Fest. Hi. So what is Hearts Fit Fest? Um, so Hearts Fit Fest is a three-day, three-night fitness festival. So people can come for the full weekend if they want or they can just come for like a single day so what happens is there's tons of classes all day so we've almost got 200 classes over the weekend um, and we've 
literally got everything from pole dancing, aerial silks, all the way through to yoga and Pilates. So there's a full range of classes. Um, so classes all, all day, every day. And then the evening turns into a party. We have a bar, DJs, live acts on stage. People can camp overnight. They can stay in the local hotel if they want. We've got some special rates there. Or they can book one of our glamping tents and do the posh camping side of it. Sounds very interesting. Yeah. So is it available for all abilities? Yes, totally. We've absolutely all abilities, all shapes and sizes. Yeah, totally. So, anyone interested, come along and it's... Um, it's the 5th to the 8th of July and it's in St Albans and it's heartsfitfest.com. Thank you very much. Back to the studio. This is Mark Lachlan at the Hertfordshire County Show. I'm with James Williams, who is a senior Hertfordshire farmyard steward and also a trustee of the Hertfordshire Agricultural Society. And actually, we are sitting in a combine harvester. We are. Yeah, this is a brand new combine harvester, which reminds me of a song, isn't there a song? I've got a brand new combine harvester. Yeah, the Wurzels, I think. And I'll give you the key. So, uh, <laughs> so a brand new combine harvester it's a cutting edge piece of machinery and actually in the food and farming area we've got loads of agricultural machinery we've got tractors we've got sprayers cultivators um, we've actually got one of the largest tractors in Europe one of the largest combine harvesters in Europe one of the largest uh, crawler tractors in Europe so um, yeah it's, it, this is the the height of, of actual farm machinery so height, height right enough we're pretty high up here James we are we're about sort of 10-12 foot up and uh, yeah you're in the driving seat so, I am yeah yeah, this, this machine would be uh, easily worth more than a house. Can we get this thing moving then? Uh, I think we probably we might, uh, yeah, take a <laughs> scare a few cows, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. But, um, so okay, describe the scene for us around and about then, because there's so much here, isn't there? There is, yeah. The food and farming area is there to educate the, uh, the, uh, the guests of the Hertfordshire show about where their food comes from. So we've got you know, a clear message, which is basically just care about where your food comes from. And, uh, and so to, to try and in, engage and interest people about, uh, about food and farming we've got lots of machinery um, we're, we're sat up uh, the area is just below the cattle lines uh, at the show so when you come in the main gate hook a right and we're just up there where all the tractors are um, and, uh, and you can see everything that's new and great in food and farming all the stewards that we have here uh, in the food and farming area are all either farmers or related to farming so uh, they all know exactly what they're on about and uh, so they're there to answer all the questions that you might have Fantastic and a beautiful day down here in Redbourne. So James Williams, thanks so much and back to the studio. So we're standing in the, in a, in the fire section if you like now and we've got, we got the big red fire engine there but we've got, some, we've got an Audi as well but uh, now I'm talking to um, uh, a fireman. Hi there, uh, my name's Craig Griffin uh, and I am the Community Safety District Coordinator for East Hearts and Broxbourne. Okay, so, so tell me about the, the kit. We've we got the fire engine first of all, then we've got the Audi and then we've got a, another big van. Yeah, so today on our, on our plot if you like we've got um, most of the special equipment if you like that we go we use to help educate the community and better protect themselves so we've got um, we've got the the Audi S3 and the purpose behind this is uh, it's a brand new vehicle and it's got all of the new safety and protection systems on it so it helps us to talk to the public um, obviously you can see all the sign writing on there but yeah. it's a roadshow car and it, it helps us to uh, help the public know all of the safety systems right. uh, and the, the way kind of the vehicle business go, goes about protecting you in car accidents and stuff like that what sort of things uh, are you particularly wanting to push with that? Uh, just, it's just things like airbags and, and how they've come on and the vehicle protection systems assist, lane changing assistance and stuff like that and it, it just it's really to just 
show the public um, and it's a nice high visibility thing for us as well so it's re- very relevant then isn't it oh yeah without a doubt completely yeah without a doubt without yeah. So, and uh, so you've got the big red fire engine there. We, we've got, uh, uh, just to summarise, we, we've got the normal stuff you expect to see, like cut, cutting off uh, roofs and th- of cars and things like that. This brand new fire engine I know you've got over there. What, what's that other uh, van you've got there? Yeah, so this is a, an FIU or a fire information unit. So it just it's something that crews can use or uh, to go out in the local community and if you like have a a visible spot where they can then engage with the community and the public can come over and we can deliver whatever safety message we would like to deliver at that time. Um, Obviously got a brand new fire engine there that hasn't gone out yet and I believe that one will be going to Garston. A selection of equipment and that's just today uh, for fun to show kids but mostly interested parents as well yeah, to be honest yeah, with yeah, you yeah. Uh, you know about some of the things we do and um, and this one here is the smokehouse experience which is um, just gives young children an idea of how we find people who are trapped in buildings in smoke filled environments how we find them and get them out again so, so, the, so the queue's not too big now I've been given a challenge haven't I to, to, to go in there yeah. and uh, see what it's like but it's a, it's a serious message behind that as well isn't it yeah there is yeah and, and you know and like I said you, you have a go and, uh, and see how you find it enjoy it the kids love it and I'm sure you will as well. <laughs> okay, let's go then. Okay, lovely, thank you. Hi, it is Amy, and my search for the best vegetarian food has come to an end. Finito, all over. I decided that I was going to go for my Greek food. I got a vegetarian pitta. It is the most delicious thing I've ate in a while. It has pitta, it's got some salad, got some tomatoes. It's even got a bit of halloumi and yogurt. What else could you ask for in this beautiful sun at the Hertfordshire show? You really need to make sure you come down here because it is something you don't want to miss. Smart Lachlan of the Harts County show and we've come across little Lady Jen. Hello, little Lady Jen. Are you enjoying yourself? I am. Now then, what do you think of uh, the Harts County show so far? It's been very good. I've enjoyed it. I've loved it. Uh, Can you describe what it's been like? It's been very exciting because I've seen my favourite radio station and I've seen a lot of things and I'm going to give you a little update. Go on then, give us that update, little Lady Jen. The horses are looking a little bit cloggy. The pigs are a bit naughty. The sheep and cows are sweethearts. While in the barns, the animals are on time. Fantastic. Thank you, little lady Jen. You're welcome. Yeah, that's all information that you can trust, right? So, so now I've got a pair of goggles on and a, and a helmet and I can't see a thing and I'm standing next to my, my safe firefighter here. What's the score here? What you have to do, you have to go in, we put the goggle with this black chat and get a helmet. So you have to go in on your hands and knees and feel about and find a child that we know that's hiding in a fire. Because when the firemen go into a smokehouse, they cannot see a thing and to find what, anything, they have to feel away with their hands. And so it's pretty, pretty hot as well, I should think, very isn't it? Hot, you, very hot, yeah. very smoky. Okay, so let's go then. forward. Go down on your hands and knees. All right. Or maybe some time. Call it and fill with your hands. Right. And remember, because it's a house, you have all sorts of furniture. Furniture, yeah. And you won't know where anything is. No, just... To just feel. So... What can you feel? And you're trying to do it as quick as possible, aren't you? Yes. So I'm going... That's it, just keep sweeping. And I can normally breathe. So I'm sweeping my hands now around the furniture. I think I'll just hit a generator or something. Oh, I'll just hit you. 
Right. Because you're blindfolded, you don't know which direction you're going. No, you're I'm, I mean, I know roughly uh, I'm moving to the right back of the tent, but I'm getting disorientated now as well. That's a big round thing. I don't know if I'm going up a dark alley here. I can't feel, I'm trying to feel for the edge of the tent. Sorry, I keep banging into you. <laughs> oh, you put it in my hand, didn't you? <laughs> you saw, oh, is that, the, is that the child? Yes, you found him. So the child's quite heavy now, and you're saying I'm supposed to take the child out again. But you can't take the child out. I'm, I'm doing it with a dolly, bear in mind. And this, uh, and this dolly, you wouldn't be able to do this with a dolly. I'm just, just really just trying to get out now. But, and I can see the light. I'm being guided here, so I go to my right. So this is what it's like to be a real firefighter, isn't it? Yes. And I am disorientated because I went in completely the wrong direction there. This dolly is the weight of an actual child. Yeah. That's quite and heavy. I'm really starting to sweat now as well. <laughs> So I'm out now, I think, aren't I? No, keep going. Oh. Keep going. It's a dummy. It's a dummy. Blimey. Yeah, so that is re you're really earning your money there, don't you? <laughs> yes. I don't know how often you're in a position to have to do that. How often do you think firemen have to do that? I suppose every time they're going to a house fire, you never know what you're to expect. Yeah. So you have to keep, if they say there's somebody's in there, you're going to have to go in to, to look to see. And again, you'll never know where they are. So you're just going to have to search everywhere to find them. And you don't have some guiding uh, angel guiding you no, like no, you do. No, you won't. No, no Listen, thank you very much for that experience. My pleasure. Thank you. Best. Take thank care. You. Well, this is Mark Lachlan down at the Hearts County Show. And I'm here with Lucy Chambers, who's an equine secretary here at the event, and also with Trish Williams, who's a senior information steward. Hello there. Hello. Good morning. It's a beautiful day down here, isn't it? It's a lovely day and everybody should come and see us over two days. The parking is free and there's some great attractions. Absolutely. Yeah. Dead easy to get to, just off the A5183 here at Redbourne. Uh, tell us about some of the things going on then, Trish. Yes, it's not just agriculture. It's not just sheep cattle, horses. There are also uh, the farmer's diggers, the uh, Hertfordshire farmer's display. Uh, all volunteers and doing a fabulous display in their diggers. It's really interesting. Yeah, sounds great. Okay, and Lucy, what else is going on? Well, we've got the strongest man tractor pull at two o'clock. We've never had that before at this show. That sounds fun. It is. It's England's strongest man. He's going to be trying to break records. So wow, okay. That's down in the village green. What time is that at? Two o'clock today. Two Saturday. They're going to be in the main ring tomorrow, though, on Sunday, if you miss it. So you can pick what day you want to come. Yeah, fantastic. OK. And also, let's not forget, three o'clock, the Grand Parade. So all the livestock that, is, that have won prizes will come into the main ring uh, for everybody to see. What's your favourite part of the event, Trish? Oh, gosh, I love the horses because I'm a horsey person. OK, there's horses for you. How about you, Lucy? I do love the Hertfordshire Farmers display because they're doing their dancing diggers this year, which every Everybody loves to see and watching them practice outside of their diggers is maybe more entertaining in itself but I'd recommend that one for everyone. That sounds great fun. And don't forget the pig racing. Yeah the pig Everybody racing. wants to go and see the pig Yeah race. pig racing at about 11.30 I think and yes, 2 day, today I Saturday. on and off throughout the day. So Fantastic. Great, great. Trish Lucy, thanks so much for talking to us. Back to the studio. It's Ross Wilson here at Radio Verulam. I'm here at the Hearts County Show with Lucy, um, who's with the RABI. And uh, Lucy, it was just really to learn a little bit more about what you do and, and I guess what people have been asking when they've come up to you today and, and so forth. So if you could give me a bit of a rundown, that would be, be great. 
Hi, so yes, I'm Lucy and I work for the RABI, the Royal Agricultural Benevolent Institution, and we are a charity across England and Wales that help farmers in their time of need and emergency. So today, well, at the show, the last couple of days, we've just been here trying to talk to people about what we do and how we help people. Um, on our stand, we have a big uh, class tractor, which has been donated by one of the local farmers. And I can see. <laughs> it's a pretty big tractor. Um, and it's there for everyone to come and have a sit in and see what the inside of a tractor looks like and actually just see how big it is. Um, and we've also got a little gator as well, so a little buggy that gets used on the farmland. Everyone can come and have a sit in and, and see what they're like. Um, so, yeah, we're just trying to help raise the profile of RABI here at the show. Um, we help farming families in their time of need and emergency, as I said, by giving out financial help and also support um, and advice um, and guidance through really difficult times um, that they find themselves upon. And also just promoting um, events that we're doing um, across across the county here in Hertfordshire. I was going to ask, actually, what sort of events are you running at the moment? And I guess, what, if you, what can you tell people about what you're doing currently, if that, if that makes sense? Yes. So um, we do a lot of fundraising events. And in June, we've got a fundraising event coming up, which is a clay pigeon shoot so whenever any of your listeners are into clay pigeon shooting um, we've got one coming up on the 22nd of June um, a bit further afield um, we're actually doing a jewels jewels clothing sale in August which is actually in uh, Bedfordshire so not too far away um, and so there's just little events like this that help raise raise money um, for RABI okay fantastic and just going back to the important theme of the digger has it been pop- popular with adults and kids alike or what's what, what's the demographic been like today um, so with the tractor, a lot of little kids um, find it very exciting, but there's a lot of big kids that um, want to go and have a seat in the tractor and just feel what it's like to sit that high up and in, in a big piece of machinery. So there's been a lot of, shall we say, olders, youngers, male and females all want to go up there. I, I was thinking of doing it. I thought it might look oh, a little bit bizarre by myself. By myself. I, might, I, might, I might avoid it for now. But um, where can, I guess, people find you? How can they get in touch and uh, support what you're, you're doing, really? Um, so we have a website, rabi.org.uk. Um, that's probably the best place. And also we're on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. So get, get in touch that way. And, um, yeah, hopefully if you've got any questions, just either come over to us on the stand, um, ask for me, um, or get in touch through social media and website. That'd be great. Okay, brilliant. Thank you, Lucy. Cheers.